Welcome to The Things We Say. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Nate. This is a topical podcast where the topics are chosen at random. Sometimes they will be profound, and sometimes they will be stupid. But no matter what, we have a lot to say about them. We are known for the things we do. We become the things we think. We live the things we believe. These are the things we say. Welcome back, everybody. We are here saying things on the things we say. <laughs> that was well done. I had to change it up. Well said. I've well been said. told that I've been getting in a rut. <laughs> yes. Aren't we all? Oh, man. And I'm, I'm always saying we're back on the things we say, which if you think about it's kind of weird. You know what we need to do? You and I need to play a bell game on this where every time one of us says a thing that we say all the time, like me saying... Uh, the reality, the reality is. is, or uh, again, as yeah. I say again, again all the time, and again, we'll just uh, we should do we that. Go. We should do that sometime, and we just ding each other every time it happens. That would be well, a very we can, we can actually do that. We just need to move this to where we can both touch it. Yes, there we go. I just don't want to do it now. I don't want to do it now. I don't want to do it with these guys here. Yeah, who who else is here today? <sighs> Introduce yourself. Uh, I'm Jacob. <laughs> I'm Buddy. Again. Are you sure about again. that, Jacob? I thought his name oh. was Steve. <laughs> Bartholomew. You started with... I knew uh, it. <laughs> I'm Jacob. This, yes. Okay, the way Jacob came in there is kind of the way I feel like I sound in our intro, where I'm like, this is the topical podcast, <laughs> like, where, like where my brain has like hit a glitch, but it's not a big one. It's the pilot glitch. I know. <laughs> We're uh, going to cruise up to an altitude of uh, yes. 30,000 feet. In, uh, yeah. It's one of those. So yeah. that's what I've always wondered about pilots that are doing that. Do you not think about this before you hit well, the intercom, what you're doing? They're flying the plane. No, I mean, they're not. I don't explain. Well, By I the guess time you true. hit cruising altitude, they've just turned on the autopilot, yeah. and they're looking around for snacks or something. Yeah. But you but, still have 17,000 buttons around you. you you're not going to think, oh, wait, that, yeah, why is that one red? What does that button do? I would be distracted by the view, if nothing else. I don't think you would get used to that. That's just... I'm out here in the air. Flying There's nothing potatoes. holding me up. <laughs> I'm just going fast enough that I'm not falling. It's a weird we thing. Can't really falling call. style. Yeah. yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. You can't really call anybody on a cell phone either. You mean never? When you're you can't a really, pilot. You can't really do anything about it. Oh, there, right. You can talk to people on your headset. Right. But, oh, yeah. and by the way, Buddy is here too. Hello. Oh, did he not introduce himself? He did. I, I did, did, but you, you talked over me as oh, usual. sorry. <laughs> and then I talked oh. over, over everyone. As okay, well. that's going to be a thing that's hard for our listeners when we have four people on, if we're all talking <laughs> over each other. Yes, like raise our hands. Yeah, no, okay. no hand raising. That annoys me. <laughs> okay, Sheldon, we have we have a uh, brain fart. All right, <laughs> <laughs> we have a did you know? There it's we football go. related because I'm so excited that football is almost back. It is almost back. We did watch the Hall of Fame game, which is my yearly way that I torture myself. Because I cannot wait for football to come back. And I watch the Hall of Fame game. I'm like, yay, NFL football. You watch the teams run out. And it's this whole thing. And it's then not, you take the first drive. And you're like, oh, this is fun. It's not an NFL football. And then football. everyone who is remotely associated with 
how to play football <laughs> leaves the field and they put in people that have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. Especially the offense. The you offense what, has no clue. Did I the tell defense my, just destroys them. Did I tell you my theory about, about the all uh, about the all-star game, what they should do? It's the all-star game, right? That's what you said what? just now? Isn't no. that what you just said? What'd you say? I'm sorry. The Hall of Fame, the Hall of Fame game. game. I'm sorry, okay. I misspoke. I knew what I meant, but the I didn't Pro say Bowl it. was even more useless. But listen, here's what I think they should do for the Hall of Fame game. They should have the incoming draft play. Yeah. So make up your team. Make up your two teams until your premier number one quarterback that's supposed to be going number one overall blows out his shoulder in the game. But they don't have to play that hard. I'm just saying it would be interesting to see all these rookies play together at the same time and just see it. So roll. you're asking them to risk way too much. I don't no, think that would there happen. wouldn't be a risk. We can play flag football. That's basically what the NFL is heading towards anyway, right? Yeah, flag yeah. football is fun. Uh huh. Flag football is tight. <laughs> it's tight. Okay. One of the most incredible stats are from Hall of Famer Tony Gonzalez. Okay. In the span that he played between the year 2000 and 2013, he had 1,159 times where he touched the football. That's a lot of times. And one fumble. Wow. One fumble. Yeah, that's amazing. That's unbelievable. Like the number of times you got hit going over the middle and you never fumbled except for once? This is, and I'm going to say this. I actually think it's more impressive that he has one fumble as opposed to having none. None. Because one yeah. proves that he's fallible, and yet he only did it once. Yeah. That's impressive. You want like to hear a stat I heard the other day? Okay, let's do it. Okay, here you go. Of all of the votes to filibuster... Presidential judicial nominees to the Supreme Court. You okay. ready for this? In history. 40% of all that have happened in history, in the history of the United States, in the 200-odd years that we have existed as a nation, 40% of them have taken place since Donald Trump was in office. 40%. We're just going to hit the bell because we said Donald Trump. 40%. We want to try avoid doing that. But it's 40%. Uh, I don't care about the person. I care about the number. That's, that's ridiculous. That's two years. And 40% of them have happened since then. And he's only nominated two people. Well, you're talking... No, 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 Oh, no, no total, total judicial. Yeah. Not just you're the Supreme Court. You're talking about federal yes. judges. Federal judges, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. So it's more than two, but still. There's a concerted effort afoot to try and... Yeah. Everything's stupid. All right. Is what I will come down to with that. Anyway, go ahead. We did a thing here <sighs> where I feel last anxiety. Podcast, <laughs> oh, no. Last podcast, we, and I feel like in particular, Nate gave these poor guys a hard time hey. over what they knew about U.S. history, and they were arbitrary oh, yeah. questions. They were pretty easy you, questions. That you no, came up with on the I knew spot. most of them, so they were easy to me. But. And, you're also you're ahead thing. of me. It was not a referendum on these guys. It was a referendum on what the school system was teaching them. Right, right. So I was not being hard Wait, on them. I, I was basically representing my entire school system. <laughs> you no, picked the wrong candidate, my no, friend. the entire school system in the United States. Oh. Yeah, you, picked picked the, you picked the wrong candidate. <laughs> Buddy um, was sharing with us earlier how he got knocked out of the spelling bee. In which grade? In sixth grade. It was the first word I got, and it was holster, because I spelled it W-H-O. 
L E S T E R. I still remember. I still remember the look of disappointment on my father's face. Uh, Wait, your parents attended this spelling? Yes. Oh, was, no. I, I was like, hey, I might as well try it. Why not? And okay, I don't think. My, so this was an evening thing. No, it was wait. I don't think my dad did, but my mom worked. I know my mom was there. She worked at the school, so she attended this. And gosh, that was the most embarrassing. That either that or singing a love song in third grade. One of the two. Which I could get into that if you want me to. No, No, that's 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 okay. That's okay. Jacob, you you had something percolating over there. Oh, I was gonna say most of the questions were pretty easy to me, just because I'm, I like history a bit. So you were gonna say because I'm not stupid. I debated it. I'm not going to lie. Okay, so what I did is uh, one of my friends... Oh, he was on the podcast, Nelson. Yes. Nelson is currently going through uh, the process to become a U.S. citizen. His goal is to be a citizen by the time the next election comes so that he can vote. And he's very excited about this. Um, But to become a citizen, you have to take a test, basically a civics test. And there are 100 possible questions... From those 100, they will choose 10 of those questions, and you have to answer at least six correctly. So you have to get 60% of 10 of the questions. Some of the questions are easy. They seem easy to me. Some of them are hard. So what I did is I sat down and pulled out 20 questions that I thought were fairly challenging. And I'm like, since I've seen all the answers and I've seen the test, I can't sit down and take the test. But before the show, we gave... Everybody, unlimited amount of time to complete their test. I think Nate finished first. And and he forewarned Buddy and Jacob that this was happening. So I came into it completely cold turkey. Not exactly, actually. He just kind of told us it was we're taking a test. He, 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 he threw up the idea uh, a while ago. Yeah. And then today we were like, hey, can we do it? And he's like, well, we'll see. So it <laughs> yeah. wasn't confirmed until he showed no, up that we were actually doing it. I didn't it. even have an inkling is all I'm saying. <laughs> That's true. All right. So I'm going to pass out your test. Nate, there's yours. <clears throat> Thank you. And uh, Jacob, there's yours. <coughs> Buddy, there's yours. We're going to grade them yourself. Uh-oh. And uh, we're going to get our results. Does everybody have a pen? Yeah. Jake, we, we, we all need a like pen Would you like to trade here. out for a proper red pen? Sure. We were going to take the test on the podcast, but that's tedious to yeah, listen to. You would have just been listening to pen scratching. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and me torture Twitter. All right. And the occasional Nate. Oh gosh, that's hard. I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> these are hard. There I are didn't some choose the ones. easy they, ones. They were. There are some hard yeah. ones. These are doozies. Like and this is hard. But they are from the actual test that you might take to become a citizen. All right. All right. Number one, under principles of American democracy, what is the supreme law of the land? Should we just go around and each say what our what our answer was? Sure. All right. I wrote the Constitution of the United States. I had the president. I put liberty and justice for all. <laughs> <laughs> it is the Constitution. Oh, oh, I think I got that wrong. <laughs> yeah. The idea of self-government is in the first three words of the Constitution. What are those words, Nate? We the people. Buddy. We the people. We the people. Hey, it Woo! is we the people. <laughs> How many amendments does the Constitution have? I know I'm not right about this. I think I'm a few short. I wrote 23. I think it's 25. Buddy? I had 17. I put 29. Jacob was closest. 27. You're all wrong. I almost put 27. That makes me happy. Off by 10. What are two rights in the Declaration of Independence? Nate? Life and liberty. Yep. (laughs) Buddy? (laughs) I got confused. The right to bear arms and the freedom of speech. I put freedom of speech, and I didn't know what the other one was called, so I just said... To like the 
the government can't allow soldiers to stay with you, whatever that was called. <laughs> okay, you two were thinking of the Bill of Rights. Yeah, Nate yeah. was the only one correct. Life, liberty, or the pursuit of happiness. Any one That's, of those would have yeah. worked. I couldn't remember what it was, so I just put that down. This next one, Number I know. five, what is the economic system of the United States, Nate? Kind of capitalist. <laughs> Capitalism. I put democracy. <laughs> democracy. <laughs> Only Jacob got that wrong. We would have also accepted yeah. free market. Oh, I, yes. I forgot what a oh, econ- I forgot about that one. economic system was. So. See, that yeah. was something I Capitalist or free market. System of government. <clears throat> Section system of government. What stops one branch of government from becoming too powerful? Nate. Checks and balances. Buddy. Checks and balances. The right to veto, basically. Like the no. Bill. Yeah. <laughs> I would have accepted separation of power or checks and balances. I'm not doing too well here. <laughs> <laughs> These next ones scare me. But you were the one that said, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs> I did. I thought it. <laughs> but you confirmed you thought it. Yeah, but I didn't say it. <laughs> I'm watching Buddy kick your butt. This is good. How, many, how many justices are on the Supreme oh, Court, Nate? Nine. Seven. What, three? <laughs> Nine. Turn it. Three? <laughs> Trump has almost appointed three by himself. <laughs> I'll ding myself on this <laughs> I didn't even know what that meant, to be honest uh, with you. Same. I don't keep up with anything. All right. The House of Representatives has how many oh, voting no. members? I know this isn't right, and I'm ashamed of it. 450. Buddy? <laughs> Twelve. Twelve? You're closer to a Supreme Court. <laughs> I put 100. 435. Dang Nate it. was close. Dang it, dang it, dang it. <laughs> All right, number four. Why, why do some states have more representatives than other states? Because it's the representative branch. It is based on the population of hey, each state. Hey, buddy. Bigger population. Yeah, bigger population. There we go. We would have said the state's population, they have more people, or some states have more people. There we go. If both the vice president, oh, before I do this one, my son Ryland, I had I had my I had my uh, nine year old and my twelve year old take this test before I came in, and uh, his idea for if both the president and the vice president can no longer serve is that we should have a vice vice president, <laughs> and he kind of liked the idea, which was mine, that you have you know President Trump. And uh, uh, Vice President Pence, and then Vice Vice President Clinton. <laughs> like, whoever lost gets to be Vice Vice President. If you can somehow I mean, make it through those two, then, yeah, then you get to be in power. It's cool. Oh, my goodness. Uh, All right. If both the president and the vice president can no longer serve, who becomes president? Nate. Speaker of the House. Buddy. The head of the Senate. I said state governor. <laughs> Only Nate is correct. State gov- now, the interesting thing here, it, did, it, it used to be... Secretary of State, if I'm not mistaken, <clears throat> and, was, and was changed in like the the 60s or 70s yeah. to the Speaker of the House. But yeah, Speaker of the House because it is they are representatives of the state, so they're. Buddy they're was close. I would like to elected. hear Jacob's thing on which <laughs> state gets their governor yeah. to be president. And how did how would that work? how would that work? I mean, <clears throat> like obviously Ohio. Do we get California or do we I, get like Alaska? I would Ooh. say maybe like the. Biggest population? Or mm. New York or California? Let's California. just throw all of them in a hat, pull one out, and boom, you win. All right. Under rights and responsibilities, this was this was interesting because they list rights and then also responsibilities at, on separate questions, but you only got the responsibility question. What is one responsibility oh. that is only for a U.S. citizen? Nate. Voting. 
voting. This is really bad, but quick and speedy trial. Nope. Yeah. Uh, it's either serve on a jury or vote in a federal election. So I would accept voting. What are two rights of everyone living in the United States? Oh, I did put that one on. Free speech and freedom of assembly. Uh, freedom of speech and the right to bear arms. Uh, same answer. That's speech funny. and bear arms? Yeah. Oh, you all got that one right. Uh, I, I expression, didn't. speech, assembly, petition the government, <laughs> religion, or bearing arms. Yeah. Forget... <laughs> Freedom of religion, yes. We all could have done that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind <laughs> right. of do that every Sunday. What is one promise, and you won't know this maybe, but what is one promise you make when you become a U.S. citizen? I believe to uphold the Constitution of the United States. That's what it is. I Follow I, the Constitution is what I put. I, said I will not break like the law. You're all right. What? Oh. You oh. give up loyalty okay. to other countries. Another one is defend the Constitution and laws of the United States. Jacob, obey the laws of the United States. Sweet. Serve the U.S. military if needed. Serve the nation if needed. And be loyal to the United States. To which my daughter said, I serve the queen. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. You can't serve the queen. That's actually the one we fought the war over. Although you, you do have dual loyalty in that sense. <laughs> I know. So yeah. she's not wrong. She holds Canadian citizenship. Yeah, so she's so not yeah. wrong. All right. This next one's going <clears> to <throat> scare me. All right. Yeah. American history. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, no. Oh, no. Question five. four. That's a scary number one. Number five. There are four amendments to the Constitution about who can nope, vote. No, nope. no. You skipped Wrong four. one. Whoa. You skipped four. All right. Number four. What is the last day you can send in your federal income tax forms? I believe, I believe they have to be postmarked by April 15th. Buddy. The last Thursday of the month. <laughs> Every month? <laughs> Jacob, I don't know. I said May 15th. Uh, only Nate is correct. April 15th. <laughs> yeah. so only Nate taxes. pays taxes. I, I'm, I'm not old enough to pay taxes. <sighs> I know. I, it stinks to be you guys. <laughs> I see why you thought May 15th. I mean, that's my birthday. So. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact. It's like the sign that Ron Paul used to have on his desk. Don't steal. The government hates competition. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Dr. No. What a wonderful man. I miss that man. Yeah. I miss James trafficking too, while we're talking about people we miss. I was thinking it was like the monthly tax type thing, if that's a thing. No, there's oh. not a month. I don't <laughs> want your country. Why are you taxing people monthly? Let's move on from taxation. I'm getting, uh, I'm getting anxiety. <laughs> Good grief. Actually, I am for a system that you, you have to write a check to the government. I'm all about sales tax because oh, you feel thing. that instantly. So Yeah. yeah. There, there are four amendments to the Constitution about who can vote. Describe one of them. Oh. Nate. Oh, one of them. I thought it said two. Anyway, I said one gave women the right to vote, and one gave uh, minorities, specifically blacks, the right to vote. I completely misread this entire thing, so I have freedom of speech. <laughs> I thought Roman's right to vote. Ah, oh, Jacob and Nate got it. Uh, there's an amendment that says citizens 18 and older can vote. There's one that says you don't have to pay a poll tax to vote. Uh, another one says any citizen can vote, which means men and women. Uh, and then there's one that says a male citizen of any race can vote because back then only men could right. vote and they were giving uh, blacks were, and freed slaves the right to vote. Yeah, they were giving unreasonable tests in certain states to yeah, keep them what, from voting. And what so were they, they called? I don't remember. Jim, Crow, they Jim Crow laws. No, there was like a specific name for the tests, I think. Oh, yeah. I don't remember what don't it was, but there that. was a specific... I, I honestly thought this question asked like if, what the amendments were about voting. <laughs> so that's why I put that down. <laughs> Good job. All right. You know Who wrote the Declaration of Independence, Nate? 
Thomas Jefferson with editing from John Adams and Benjamin Franklin. We didn't ask who edited. <laughs> I know. <buddy>. John <laughs> Hancock. Uh, Jacob. But George Washington and John Hancock. Only <laughs> <laughs> Nate got this. They yeah. were signers. Thomas Jefferson wrote it. They were signers, but not. Yeah. yeah John Hancock is only famous for writing biggest. Big. So that way the, ki- the queen can yeah. read it herself or the king yeah. or whatever it was. Right. He was hoping to get hung for that. He was hoping to become president for that. <laughs> it did not work out for him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There were 13 original states. Name three. Nate. New York, Virginia, and Pennsylvania. Buddy. New York, Virginia, Maine. And I had Massachusetts as well. I had Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, and Maine. Yes. Maine is incorrect. Oh, right. Oh, oh right. That yeah. Because a little later. Good thing I had four answers. Was, what, what did you have? <laughs> I had Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, and Maine. And Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, and Maine. How is that four? Oh, it was four? No, it was no, three. It, says no, three. it was it says three. three. I put down four by you accident. You put four. What was your fourth one? Maine. I, I originally put out Massachusetts, New York, Virginia, Bruh. and then I put Maine at the end. Oh, okay. So, so you're actually okay. Yeah. I, re- I misread it the I'm wrong way. It, it, the actual no, order Jacob was Massachusetts, was New York, and Virginia. New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut, New York, Rhode New Island. Jersey, Pennsylvania, Delaware, Maryland, Virginia, North <clears throat> and South Carolina, Georgia. When did Maine come in then? I don't remember. It was uh, later on. Yeah. But it was just a territory at the time. Yeah. It was, yeah. Okay. Kind of, did we fight a war over that one? I don't remember. No. I feel like it was there's some the, weird history It was one of the driving one. things behind, like, the Salem witch trials <laughs> because they were feeling uh, like there was a lot of people that had been pioneering into Maine, but they were also getting uh, pressure from, like, the French and the Indians. Right. And, yeah, they were scared of outsiders. That was part of the fears behind the Salem thing. witch trials. <clears throat> really quite the thing. All right. When was the Constitution written? I don't think any of you have this right. Go ahead, Nate. All right. I know this isn't right. Uh, I put 1783 because I wimped out. I think it's actually 1790-something, but I wimped out. I felt like it was too far along, too far away. I had 1776. Uh, I had 1775 or 1776. Yeah, I chose this one specifically because no one knows it. The Declaration of Independence, 1776. The Constitution was 1787. Oh, that was one of my options that I didn't write down. <laughs> yeah. Yes, because we originally oh. we were originally made a government under the Articles of Confederation, not yeah. the Constitution, right. and it failed miserably. And so then they they came up with the Constitution of the United States, which was much much better <clears throat> and longer lasting. Yes, clearly. What territory did the United States buy from France in 1803? Oh, I, I had Mexico. I had the Louisiana Territory. We don't own Mexico <laughs> the now. The Louisiana Purchase. <laughs> yeah, it was the Louisiana Purchase. <laughs> we purchased land from Mexico, but yes. that wasn't yeah. the Louisiana Purchase. I don't know why purchase. I was Mexico. That's a, thinking about it, that was a really like <laughs> dumb choice. <laughs> <laughs> no, we might buy Mexico in the future, but I don't yeah. think so. Not now. Yeah. I, yeah. We're no longer under manifest destiny. No. That's Thank terrible. goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Who was president during World War One? Woodrow Wilson. Franklin D. Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, that was close. Uh, Nate's right. Woodrow Wilson. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very one of good. The, one of the worst, so how many, how worst many, presidents we've ever had. I think I got exactly We're going to total six. up our right answers here I out of 20. I missed three. So you had 17. Good job. Buddy? I have seven out of 20. <laughs> I have six out of 20. Oh. 
I did better than Jacob. Yes. <laughs> At least Jacob That's all I wanted stupid. to do when I came in. <laughs> I'm good at history. This is not exactly history. Oh, there, was, there was some history in there. Some. Wait, let me those, are the, those are probably the ones I got right. Six out of 20? Did I pass at least? No. <laughs> Hold up. Eight out of 20. Never mind. I, re I miscounted. <laughs> you don't pass with six out of 20? I'm fairly proud of this, honestly. I'm not. <laughs> no, you shouldn't be. So that's hey, good. Doing it cold, 17 is really solid. I'm I'm happy with that. So, uh, Jacob, how about that dream house in Canada? It doesn't seem so bad right now. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Jacob is worse at Canadian tests than he is about the United I would States. know yeah. little to nothing about, about a Canadian citizenship test. What is the test? Canadian national anthem called? Oh, Canada. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Nate was staring at well, me. Well, no, because I was, I was starting to sing it so that I could, but yeah, I did know yeah. that. We can at least get there. I know Trudeau is the prime minister. The national sport is hockey, and that's all I know. I know French Canadians don't really want to be there, but they also don't want to be French. I know it's above the United States. That's about it. <laughs> One of my favorite things I've ever heard about Canada was from a comedian who said that Canada is kind of like America's attic. You go up there, you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot all this stuff was up here. <laughs> that's that's my favorite. <laughs> my favorite, I think we've said on another podcast, but it's Jim, Jim Carrey's version of it. He says that Canada is like if aliens came to the United States <laughs> and then went to their planet and created what they thought was the United <laughs> States, and then they abduct you. And the next thing you reappear in is their created world. And you're like, oh, this is just like home. And then you walk around and you're like, wait, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Something's right. Off. Isn't, Something um, changed. Isn't Ottawa like the capital of the city? Or isn't that like where the prime minister lives or something? Yeah. I, th I think it's the seat of government, I would oh, say. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'm Canadian. <laughs> so, okay. I only know the name of some of these cities because I watch hockey. Um. Mm. Hockey. You do watch hockey. You're wearing I Columbus do. Blue Jackets. Heck yeah. I watch uh, curling. Are there are there a lot of young Better. people that watch, watch hockey? Do you have a lot of friends that watch hockey? I have one friend at my school who watches hockey, but I'm actually in a group chat of some younger people who watch hockey. So there's it's, a higher number of kids that watch professional soccer. Probably. Oh, that's I, I mean, I don't know. If you go to a Cleveland Monsters game, there's a lot of young kids there because they like to see grown men beat each other up. Like you Fury know, Monsters? I never... Or they, they, they renamed Cleveland. to Cleveland. Okay. I never understood why people got into fights in hockey so much until I actually went to a hockey game. Oh, yeah. And I hit this point where I'm like, it's just the adrenaline of what's happening. They're yeah. not even mad at each other. Like, once they get separated, they're like, oh, yeah, we're fine. We're fine. It's just that literally, like, automatic fight or flight. Like, I'm going to bust somebody thing. up. If I'm skating that fast in one direction yeah. and I get hit, I'm going to pop up and want to smack yeah. somebody. It's yeah. funny, though. I've seen videos, like, guys will go out there, drop the gloves, and beat the crap out of each other. And then they sat in the box, and they're like, hey, so what you doing this summer? You want to, like, work on cardio? <laughs> <laughs> then they go back out, and they're best friends. And then there's times when they get out of the box, and they beat it's the crap out of each other thing. again. It's Professionals. They've been yeah. doing this for years. It's yeah. it is, like you say. It's all adrenaline. Yeah. But I'll I'll give props to if you ever get a chance to go to a hockey game, go. They're fun. fun. Oh, yeah, they're a lot of yeah. fun. Hockey it was, it was is tons of fun. But yeah, I like hockey a lot, but I don't watch it on no, TV. No, I don't follow it. I watch at all. a lot of curling, especially during the Olympics. I just laugh at them yelling at that <laughs> stone. It's great, dude. Sweet. Like nobody my age, just that I know, watches curling. <laughs> I watched like, it that one time with you. But I don't know like, that anybody oh, yeah. watches I, curling. I think they fall asleep to curling. I think oh, my other dad, like, countries that don't curling. speak English have an advantage. Why is that? Because we can't tell what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, they when, they're, when they're, like, 
they're like sweeping the ice and they're shouting at each other. Like at the same nobody time, though, else can tell what their strategy is over that's time. Fair. That's yeah. fair. But if you think though, they they don't understand what we're saying. Well, uh, they kind of so do. That's true. You no, no one really has an advantage. Don't you have to know English? <laughs> <laughs> All around the world, most, a lot of countries like most, English is like a second most, language. Yeah. I've, I've met people from other countries who learn to speak English from like watching Friends. Yeah, like that's how they learn to speak it, which is I've horrifying when you really think about it. <laughs> really? Yeah, but just they they would watch television and they would just eventually pick up on context and what was being said and how it was working and it's a talking, weird thing. Uh, talking to some of our salesmen that do sales overseas. One of the things that's changing that is Google Translate. Uh-huh. They'll have Google Translate up on their phone, yeah. and it'll be translating from English to Chinese I have and a Chinese story. to English right in front of everybody, which is a lot faster. <laughs> we Does it relate to what we're talking about? Yes. Okay. That happened to us in New York. I, I just uh, wanted to know so I could be prepared. We were in New York after our cruise, and some lady, I think it was Spanish she was speaking, she comes up speaking really fast Spanish, and we're all just like, What? And she points to the ticket booth like, ticket? She's like, no, 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 no. And she comes back with Google Translate on her phone. I don't remember what it was said, but it was something about, like, what time does a train leave? And, like, I think that was just really cool that we can do that I know. with phones. It's just, like yeah. the universal translator in Star Trek, except it's not installed in our body yeah. somewhere. Like the, or the Babblefish. Yeah, Babblefish. I don't know what that is. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That's I know, the first I've thing never, he gets put. I've ah. never read or seen any of that. I know. The movie. How did I not know I'm ashamed, this? I'm not ashamed of it. We discussed our favorite books, and I never brought up Hitchhiker's it Guide. It is my all-time favorite book. Like, I'm, the I'm series ash- is my I'm all-time ash- favorite book. I'm ashamed books. that I have not. But I read it at work. It's on my reading list. Not, not at my current job. Yeah. Everybody. Yes. <laughs> but I read it at work, and it was on my computer, and I had trouble, like, not laughing out loud yeah. in, in yeah. the cubicles because I'm like... <laughs> it's it's a really good book. Yeah. I'm, I'm really nervous when I hear movies because I am really uncultured. I've never seen any of the Back to the Futures. Oh. I've only seen the How first two... Oh, I've only seen the first two Fast and Furiouses. No, you don't need to waste time on any no, more of those, those two. No, those are the best two. Those are Very all good. you need. Okay. I, I still think the second one's better. And I don't like Star Wars. I might get beat up in like 20 seconds. Nah. Uh, not I don't really. like. I don't really like Star Wars now. I don't like what Star Wars is becoming. Oh, I like the original yeah, no, three movies, no. and I mildly tolerate the prequels. I don't think I'll ever watch them again. Depending on how you watch the prequels, they can be really enjoyable. Yes. Right. Yes. I talked favorite, about that. My favorite was Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, it had some. It's a, it's had. It had some good moments. Good <laughs> night. Yeah. The only like popular. You say good night a lot. That's a ding right there. <laughs> That's not a thing, night. <laughs> I've heard it a few, quite a few times on the podcast. Okay, Jacob, can you break it down for our listeners? What are our tendencies on this podcast? All right, oh, wow. so I'd, I'd have to hear that from the beginning. What is it that I say at the outset? Oh, you always say at the beginning. We're back on the things we say, <laughs> almost every single week. And you were telling me earlier that I always say it's been such a long. time. It's been such a long time, and it's only been like a week. <laughs> For the listeners, for, uh, at for, least uh, it's been for a the week. listeners. Yes, and then I feel like I have to explain why. He thinks it's been a long time. Yeah, it's like every other podcast. <laughs> and I don't know what it is, because I, I can throw something onto this. Like, there's always a point, like, when you listen to an episode, Sheldon, I don't know what it is he says, but he says something, and that's when you know that the fact is over, and, like, it's starting to get into the topics of the show. <laughs> like, there's just a feeling when listening Anyways. to it. Yeah. Yeah, my, yeah. Anyways, yeah, that's what it is. Anyway, I've I've tried. I've been trying. That's to, actually my, the way my dad segues. I've been things. trying to make, but that's not why we're here. A segue on purpose. I will. I'll admit. You I've said been, that. I've heard, you've I've heard that, that a few times. I've, heard that. I've been trying to do that intentionally. 
But that's not why we're here, because we tend to rant initially. And then just kind of hit with that. Those are like my favorite parts of the You're podcast. To just the off topic stuff. I was intentionally yeah. using that because I'm like, hey, we, we need some kind of excuse for our ranting or, or segue from our ranting. I was like, yeah, that works. I did it on accident twice. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to try to make this a thing. I feel like one thing that I try to do coming into each episode is I try to be faithful to our intent where I say it's going to be a topical podcast. Yeah. So I try to have a topic that's. That we're kind of zeroing in on. Right. And, and so we focus and we go. After, sometimes. After we rattle on a little. Yeah. Basically, yeah. every time I'm asked to be on the show, the last two times, I've been like, what are the most randomest topics I can think of? <laughs> just to make the show just that completely random. <laughs> I came up with serious topics. With? Actually, I do have a good question. I was talking to my mom about this today. Okay. So, um... I don't. It was a few weeks ago during church. You were playing that piano. Okay. But it it looks like a normal piano, but uh-huh. it's just a keyboard on a piano shell. Yes. Why do mu- musicians do that? Like, why not just play the actual piano? Okay. Or a keyboard. Yeah. Okay. Or just a keyboard. I like the look of an actual piano better. That's my. I hate all the cords and cables that come. The thing with playing guitar is you've only got one cable coming up to your guitar. Everything else is on the floor. But seeing them all, like, Kathy's keyboard setup drives me absolutely batty. Like, there are, like, 12 cables coming off of that thing in one direction or another. And it just, the spaghetti just drives me crazy. So, for me, I have all of, on my piano, my keyboard, I have all of the um, cabling internal. So, it's all running through there, but it's all hidden by this box that looks like an upright piano. Um, The reason that I use that, I would prefer a real piano. But it's very, very difficult in a live environment to mic a piano well and have it translate to a sound system well. It's really difficult. It's probably one of, if not the most difficult instrument to do that with because you have to push a microphone so loud that it starts picking up all these other things that you don't want it to pick up. So the solution to that is one of two things. Either you play a, a keyboard or you do what Elton John does, which Elton John has a big nine-foot grand piano from Yamaha that has real strings. It's a real piano, but then it also has MIDI capability, which means he can play electronic sounds through it. So what you're hearing through the sound system is the electric piano, but what he's actually playing huh. feels and translates mm. like a real piano to him, which would be ideal, but that's really expensive, Yeah, which is why I, I just use a keyboard I, and a shell. I've seen you do that, and I've seen Matt Mar do that, yeah. and... My mom almost got offended. She's like, why is, she, why is he being so deceitful to the congregation? <laughs> Playing a piano, but it's a keyboard. What's no, he doing? You don't like chords, then, I'm guessing. You would not like under my computer desk. <laughs> you would not. Mayhem. Well, I mean, look at this. It's in this front. multiplied it's, by it's, two. It's, yes. I, I can justify it. This studio right now is a big spaghetti yeah, of it chords is. and oh, wires. Oh, yeah, So that's why. It's, there's, there's an aspect of it just looking better. I think it just looks cooler. It looks better. It's just is more aesthetically pleasing to see a piano versus a keyboard i agree with the same thing until there's that camera that's right next to the keyboard and then you see the keyboard yeah like it ruins it yeah i don't love that in my case but it is what it is that that was the big thing they need the shot they need the shot so um you said you were coming up with serious topics and buddy was coming up with pianos (laughs) yeah uh I like ranting about the animation industry because I'm really passionate about that type Wait, of stuff. The animation industry. Yeah, I really like like animated movies, like Pixar. So, so sometimes. So who, if you're talking the animation, see, because I I I just think of the movie industry as kind of a blanket industry. Now it has its subsets like animation, yeah, or like you know, 
musicals, Marvel or... films, you know, yeah, musicals, those kind of things. So there are subsets, but I think of the whole thing. But so when you say the animation, like, what are you talking about? Like Pixar animated type movies. Okay, so, so like Pixar, DreamWorks, Disney, Illumination. Yes, like like all that type of stuff. Okay, so so what's your beef? Illumination. I don't like them. They're not doing anything for the industry at all. Like they're just pumping out the same movie. Despicable almost. Me was great. The first one was okay. The first one was mm-hmm. really good. The second one was okay. The second one was okay. Yeah. The third one was a waste. And everything else they've made is not that good at all. Like it's not progressed right. anything. It's- I watched the Minions movie by myself. Yeah. Uh, like in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. I was. Jess was at some conference and she had paid for like a VIP ticket. I didn't pay for it because I didn't really care. Yeah. And so I was like, well, what am I going to do? So I went to movie theater. Can I just say, watching that movie, Sandra Bullock is an amazing, amazing, amazing actress. She is an awful voice actress. Yes. She was awful in that film. I could not believe how bad she was. Did she play the the Scarlet Overkill girl? Yeah. Yeah. It was so bad. And I was like, why? Why did like I think they had paid her and they're like, well. I guess this is what we're going to do then. And yeah. that was just kind of what they were stuck they with. They have money and they just waste it. They don't use it any on any of it on the actual talent in the animation process. But I would almost say like that incident, it's like something like that goes down at like a school where like the teacher makes a decision like uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with a marching band reference here. Like okay. our teacher puts out a song and we're all like gosh, this song sucks and he's like yeah, you got his like new song. Oh yeah. Yeah, we love this song. Yeah. <laughs> this is the worst idea. What's he doing to us? <laughs> so that's what happened with being, That is exactly what happened. They're like that's beautiful. No, you sound good. But oh, this is terrible. But wouldn't you say like that's just kind of the problem with Hollywood in general right now because I can't really think of I mean, they're they're milking. They've milked Marvel for all it's worth. Yeah, and I don't see about, that there's any appetite. Yeah, they're for about any more. to destroy it because they're trying to go all social justice slash feminist. Not with it. really. They're still being faithful. To no, but they're they're starting to like they're talking about a female Thor. That's in the comics. They set, they That's set comics. that up, That's and it's right. in the comics. That is in the comics. I was gonna say. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. So it's and not. And the people that are griping about the female Bond need to just step off because I kind of like the idea of the, Bond being no different. The, it's it's not even that. It's not a female Bond. It's a female 007 because he lost the 007 badge in the last movie. Like they stripped uh. him of 007. So he's not an agent. Daniel Craig's still in the movie. So he's still James he's Bond. He's still James Bond. They're just going to have another 007 yeah. agent that happens to be a woman. I've always like, kind of ascribed to the theory that James Bond is a persona, is not an actual person. Because that's how you would explain how certain members of the movie series have remained the same for long periods of time. Right. But the agent has changed. Is that even the James Bond persona is not an actual person but one that is just stepped yeah. into by an agent it's the martinis and then and yeah. the aston martins and yeah. the suits and i've never yeah. seen a james bond film either what what yeah <laughs> count me in on that Roy though Al is amazing it's the one first of my, one or the second one uh the second one the, i mean the daniel the craig okay. like when daniel craig came like yeah. yeah that movie is phenomenal is that the one with the chair with the bottom ripped out of it scene yeah, yeah. 
I didn't like any of the Pierce Brosnan bonds. Yeah, like. they were all terrible. I feel like you can smell Pierce Brosnan through the screen. <laughs> like I, I don't <laughs> think he stinks. I think he smells very good, but I think it's too much. And I think I feel like I can smell him through a screen whenever I see him on screen. <laughs> You're Maybe just watching just, the body language Maybe of that's everybody just me. else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you want bad smells, go to a, like a nerd convention. Oh no, I don't want bad smells. We just yes. we just came back from a wait, wait, wait. What would be a nerd convention? Like something it's like all the guys who don't come out of their mom's basement until convention. <laughs> so like a yeah. con. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we 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 go to like board game conventions, but also oh, like stuff like so Comic Con. Nelson. Nelson went to the oh, board of course game. He did, we yeah. just got back from one last night. Oh, so it was in Indianapolis. It's called Gen Con. It's one That's of the biggest. That's the big one. Yeah. It's one of the biggest in the country. It's like, I think this year it had 67,000 people. The people don't bother me, but smells, the smells, do. <laughs> smells in the types of people there. Mm, There's some yeah. oddballs, <laughs> to say the least. So what, what were you at Gen Con for? What were you interested in? Board games. Yeah, but and which smash. ones were you most interested There's in or what are you Anything after? that looks fun. Well, so... Okay, you walk up to all these different booths. What is it that's drawing you into the booth? Well, like, I'm not a big oh, into it. Oh, that looks like a nice board and also a game to play. <laughs> <laughs> Look at these updated houses on this Monopoly board. Oh, wow. They've made oh, them into football so you, Oh, okay. No, no, no. no. <laughs> so, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. You guys think it's like Monopoly-type board games. Yes. Okay. No, no. It's like Dungeons & Dragons and Pathfinder. S- I get all that stuff. Type but. of... Dungeons and Dragons. There's an area of Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, Starfinder, all that stuff. But most of it's actual, like, you know, Settlers of Catan? Sure. Yes. Yes. That is, like, that's, like, the gateway drug to board gaming, <laughs> to say the least. <clears throat> it was years. I hate Settlers. It was ye- I like Settlers. Ugh. I like to randomly win it with whatever I've got in my my special card deck over here at the end when everybody thinks they're doing so great. And I'm like, no. Yeah, I like card games like Magic and stuff like that. I play some. I play. So here's here's my thing. <laughs> when I found out your, when your dad was talking about gaming a lot, it took me like two years to realize he was not talking about video games. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Huh. And all of a sudden, just one day, I realized he was talking about board games, and it kind of blew my mind because yeah. I was like, "Where did this come from?" It's all a of a sudden, big thing. Yeah. Like if you like get like. Anyway, interested in it, it's a big thing that people do. Yeah. Like, we have a lot of board games, probably. You have an excessive amount of board games. We have over 300, I guess. Yes. I think you have a shelf that takes up an entire wall of nothing but board games. And I'm pretty sure there's about two or three of those. You've just not seen all of them. Yeah. There's like multiple of them, and then there's multiple boxes with board games in them, and a bag with board games in them. (laughs) That's just our collection. Our friends, my parents' friends, they have. I don't even know how many. I've not been in their house in a I while. I just don't know how you keep all the rules straight between games. Exactly. When you, you have read that the many rules. that you're working with. Like, by the time you learn the rules of it, they you're don't bored play all of them. and you move on to the next game. Like, there's no way you have the well, amount some of, the, of time. Some of them, like, there's a legacy, legacy series that they come out with, which is a board game, which you play, like, you play one game a month, and you play that for an entire year. Yeah. And, like, every time you play, there's a new thing you, like, un- like unravel or reveal. And then that entirely Leads changes the, the game. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can be playing some of these games for a long time. Is it that people enjoy low-tech games in a high-tech world? Is that 
These are high tech games. <laughs> These are like. So is it in incorporating like well, I guess actual technology? Some are. I guess what I mean by high tech is more complication. So like high stra highly strategic games, strategic, like high strategy yes. games. Yeah. Like <sighs> it's kind of hard to explain if you don't if you've not played like a big one. Like it's kind of hard to yeah comprehend and explain. So what what part of my life does this substitute for? Like if I'm going <laughs> to give up this time to play all these board games, what am I not doing? So you're not playing mobile games then? I mean they I mean or computer games. He you're, doesn't, you're playing you, a lot of board you, games. You instead. don't watch any sports, do you? No, no I don't. I so they, you'd sports. be giving up all your time watching football. I don't play football. too many board games. My, that's mostly my parents that yeah. play all of them. Kay. I'm more into video games, but I'll play like stuff like Magic and Pathfinder. My yeah. friend got me into that, and I just recently got into Starfinder, which is a space version of that. But it's Yeah, it's <laughs> a really interesting hobby. <laughs> the one time... Nelson was showing me. He'll listen to this. <laughs> he was showing me this whole diorama that he oh, made. Yeah. Oh yeah, like this very yeah. Like he made a whole board. It was bigger than a board. It's like this whole scenery for just like one game night. Yeah, one session. Session. What called. Yeah. I mean, I I can appreciate. I'm like, you're making a board for the board well, game. You're role playing. You're supposed to like get in character and get in the world. It's and I love the imaginative aspect of that. Like that appeals to me, but and, and there's also a part of me that likes the the detail oriented nature of that. I mean, I'm not a detailed yeah. oriented, but when yes, I when are. I fixate, well, I am, but I'm not. Like I'm not a, I'm not a, uh, I'm you, not the a planner. Like by you nature, you sweat the small stuff all the time. Though. I do to an extent. I guess I do. <laughs> you don't have to play with those dioramas. Those are just like extra. That, That's like, just more fun. Yeah, he built it because he's a good dungeon I think master. It's like, a, like a topographical map to yeah, play. I on. think that's it's more it fun when you're trying to imagine. You have like just like a grid sheet and you're trying to write everything down. That's I think that's more fun. But it, I, I've not played with a diorama, like the actual 3D okay, diorama. Okay, the so. furthest I've ever gone with graphing out on physical paper a video game or or some other game like that. We used to have a game on our desktop on our old. DX84 or whatever it was that my dad had drug home. Oh, yeah. And it was called Chips Challenge. <laughs> and then you had to take this little guy, and he explored a map and all this. And there was one level that I couldn't figure out, and it was where you would start at the top. And it was kind of a maze, but there was ice, and then there was these concrete blocks. So you'd, like, go this direction, you'd slide all the way across the ice, and you stop whenever you hit something that's concrete. And yeah. then you can turn on that and head off in the other direction. But as soon as you start sliding, you'll slide way off the screen till you hit anything worth using. And I could not figure this thing out. So the one Saturday morning, I sat down with graph paper. And I was like, okay, zing, I go this far, and then I stop here. And I would just, like, die in different directions from like, each okay, block. I'm not going there figure now. how far I would go, and then i put it on the paper. And after a while, I had the map. And then I'm like, okay, shut this thing off. Now chart out where do I go to get all the way through and then, and then went back to the thing and go through. And it was like, oh, here we go. And so I actually had drawn out the entire level on paper in order to beat it. And I'm like, this is way too much dedication for a video game. <laughs> yeah. It's the only time I've ever done it. Oh, my word. Like, if a game requires me to do too much math or too much drawing on my own, it's not fun anymore. Yeah. Yet math, you'll lose me with math. I can barely. I play gin rummy with my wife all the time, and she tallies scores because I don't even want to do that. I don't want it. Math in my head is hard. 
I have I don't have room for math in my head. There's I've, a, I've replaced it. Quite with a lot of video games that actually require a lot of logistical skill. Yeah. yeah. Like even fighting games like Super Smash Brothers. Like if you get really into that, there's a lot of data you have to process each match. Like, I mostly just button mash. I'm same. okay with that. Uh, I was I, watching I, somebody <laughs> play Sonic the Hedgehog, and I'm like, okay, he's going up the side of the building, and then he's going across this building, and he's going down. I'm like. What happens if he makes a wrong turn? Like, <laughs> I'm so confused. They're doing it so fast. Like, oh, with games Lord. of Super Smash Brothers, there is, like, but frame this... data. Okay, I've never played Super Smash Brothers. What? You just beat the crap out of Isn't other characters. Isn't it like just a floating island in the it's, air? Yeah, pretty with much. With le- different levels and different tiers. Different levels sometimes, depending. There's... I've only ever played it with Andy Miller and Clint Culp, and they were both really good at it, and it was not fun for me. You died. I, died I often. went to my first. That was like my experience with Mortal but Kombat see, back in the day. I, I pretty much play it anytime I'm at Jacob's house. That's like kind yeah. of a ritual. I, yeah. I <laughs> he lost, goes and just beats me. I lost often, and it was like, hey, you're annoying me now, so I'm going to kill you. It wasn't like I was competition. They were competing <laughs> with each other, and every once in a while, one of them would knock me off the place just because huh. I was bothering them. You got to start playing with Wii Fit. I trainer. went to my first <laughs> like official, like officially run tournament just yesterday, I think it was. It was. An experience, because I'm like, I thought I was pretty good, and I got my butt handed to me. <laughs> like, I, like, it was, Brutal. I had a blast, though. Like, yeah. Because, like, when I, before I played, I was just talking with some random dudes, and, like, there's, like, yeah, I mean, you're probably going to lose, but it's a good introduction. Like, I got some good, like, yeah. tips on how to play the game, like, <laughs> How, I will like, never see a victory again, is what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I lost on losers bracket. So, oh man, wow. But like, I'm like, that's one of the things that's demoralizing to me about these games. Like, I will invest if I, if I care about a game, like a mobile game, and I have the chance to play it, and I'll I'll play it for a while until I start running into people that I can't beat, and then I'm like, okay, there's no way. That I'm going to be able to spend enough time to beat this like 14 year old kid from the Philippines. Yeah, I'm just going to die. Like, <laughs> it's, I'm not going to go anywhere. Like, I I don't know. I was playing I was playing PUBG on my phone and I enjoy it quite a bit, but that's not near the experience of playing it on the PC. Yeah. And Andrew's talking about like jumping out of a window and pulling up his scope as he's jumping and shooting a guy that's way over there before he hits the ground. And I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah. Like there's <laughs> there's no way I could ever do that. There's something different about actually being there with the people you're playing against, though. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, there's always like the uh, best of luck to you, good luck, handshakes at the end of the game. Right. You know, yeah. it's always super sportsmanlike. It's like you don't ever feel like you've really like been demoralized when yeah. you lose. It's always just a fun time, even if you lose. Yeah, yeah. Online, it's just like, a, oh, I lost, and they probably hack. Moves on. You just you yeah. blame it on hackers or something <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I've never. So NHL 19. I swear, there's something broken with that game. I've never really gotten the appeal of online gaming. I I like doing versus stuff when I'm in the room with people. Like that's a ton of fun. Right. But honestly, I've realized that my enjoyment of video games is entirely based around the story of a game. I like to play story mode because I like the story. I like the immersion in the world. I don't like to just, hey, what weapons can I buy and blow somebody away? Like, I want to see the story play out as well. I've one of the, I'm one of those that if I've played a game five or six times, I'll still watch the cinematics. In Have between. you played Half-Life? Yes. That is... Portal, I mean, I mean like, it's been a long time. The entire time. universe in that. I played like, Half-Life 
way back in the day. Yeah, I finished it like last year, like finished like Half Life Two and all that. Yeah, like I got really immersed in the story. Yeah, same with. Uh, have you played the Portal games as well? No, I've not played the Portal. Portal games. One or Two are probably some of my favorite puzzle games of all time. Yeah, Portal Two has a co-op mode, which also has a story. Yeah. So like, me and my cousin would just like try and speed run that game. Yeah. We didn't do very good, but yeah. like I love I love the Assassin's Creed series. Love yeah. that. I love the continuing narrative throughout the whole thing. I love the actual gameplay. It's a ton of fun. I don't like story games at all. Oh. If I want a story, on the story, I will watch a movie. Yeah. If I want to play a game, I want to just do gameplay. Like I want to play the game. There are I don't s- care like this I don't care about the but story. I think for me that 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 plays on my fantasy of wanting to be in a movie or in a not be an actor in a movie but like be in a specific in movie. The movie. So yeah. like when I get a when I get a when I get a video game that's about a movie series that I love, oh my goodness, that is that is tops <laughs> for me. I mean that is like through the roof because I'm getting to be a part of the thing. Uh, so yeah, I'm all about that. That's why like PUBG is something that I love because you can jump in to the map, you all fight out your game, and then you're done. Like, there is no continuing storyline. It's like 30 minutes, you're in and you're out. Or yeah. even like 10 minutes, like battle royales yeah. that are short. I would, it, get, I would get mad at people who would be like, um, I've just totally lost my train of well, thought. It's I, gone. I get mad at guys that, like, take a frag grenade and blow me up and I'm on their team and I'm like that's the fun part that's ridiculous there was I was jumped in with a guy one time was driving around with a vehicle just trying to mow down his teammates and I'm like this is ridiculous what are you doing back on the story games it really depends on the type of game you play yeah it's like there's games that are basically you're just playing a movie like you're just essentially just controlling your character through a movie, and you can't really do anything. Is that like Star Spider-Man, Spider-Man games? Uh, no, those are actually really ex- like those like Spider-Man games. At least the newer one is like you have to explore the world to experience the story. Yeah. So there's times like in the newest Zelda, Breath of the Wild, like you have to go out and find pieces of the story. Like you can beat the game anytime, but like you won't get the story. Huh. So like it's a completely open world. So like you can just rush to the final boss and beat the game but you'll have no idea what is going on in the world (laughs) and those games especially like breath of the wild are really alive like you can feel the sense of like like there's actually people living in that world right and it's really interesting because and it's not like you're playing a movie it's like you're actually living in that world the narrative yeah like you're creating the narrative that's my question how do you know what to do it's a completely open you don't what do you know what to do in life like you just pick the things to do it's it's a game about explore exploration and the joy of exploration like like, okay when i was a kid they had a book series and i don't know if any of you have ever read these sheldon might have but the choose your own adventure series you ever heard of those i've heard of those those were some of my favorite things because it allowed you to have control over the story the first time i saw that it was on like ms dos because it was like green ms dos and you had to put y y or n yes or no yeah and then so like like, go all the way through so the book series was done in such a way so it'd be different subjects you know different things Mm -hmm. and you'd basically go through and you'd get like 10 pages and it would say okay based on what you've heard now yeah. You can go through this door, or you can just continue to move on through the hallway. And depending on what you picked, you'd go to a... It'd be like, okay, if you choose this, go to page 47. If you choose this, go to page 14. And you would actually change the outcome of what was happening in the book. Obviously, it was already predetermined, but you still got to make some choices as to where you were going to go. That's what Pathfinder in D&D is like. Yeah, totally. The, the DM has a set story, 
or usually like they have a set story that they want you to get out, go down, right. but you can choose Deviate. your own path. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I've played a game where like I completely changed the story because I accidentally killed an important character. <laughs> like I just like kept using my spark spell on his hair and I just accidentally <laughs> set, I, I, did, I thought it was just some like random enemy. Like we're talking to him. Like, I don't trust this guy. I kept like sparking his hair. I don't trust this guy. And I just, set him, him. Yeah, just, him, I just set him entirely on, on fire. I just set him entirely on fire and I was like, <laughs> my friend's like, but why uh, would the dungeon master allow you to set this dude on fire? He tried everything in his power and I just kept persisting. <laughs> And I think I eventually used, like, magic missiles and stuff like that to kill him. And he's like, okay, you win. Oh, my goodness. Going back to, like, the So he just allowed that character to die and moved on with the story. And it was an important character. Doesn't that make his story kind of sad? He had to change the story a bit. But (laughs) it made Jacob the winner. (laughs) I was the chosen one on that story. I could do what I want. He's like, he always, like, had the characters say to me, how are you the chosen one? <laughs> like I was always like, like a like super like sarcastic guy because that's what I like being in those because type of games. I am the chosen one. I am the chosen one. <laughs> I will set you on fire if I want to. I'll use sparks on your hair. I just literally pictured it as somebody with a lighter with no lighter fluid in it, just sitting there going. Oh, like I see a flint and steel just making it rain sparks on this guy. I was like an elf, and I'm just like sitting there. To his hair, and he like he didn't realize it was me, so like he had like very like low rolls, and it was great because I just like act like I didn't mean to kill him. I meant to like get him down to one health, but wait, he didn't realize it was you because he had low rolls. Like he his he had like you can do a roll for perception. Oh, and he just like kept getting super low rolls. So if he rolls low, then he's not perceiving. What's no. going on? So, like, I could be right in front of him. He'd be like, who's doing that? <laughs> oh, my word. Oh, There's man. a lot of imagination there. It There's... is. It's, it's a fun time because, like, you can just completely deviate from the story. Speaking of deviation, buddy. Yeah. Yes. Dirt track racing. Uh-oh. All right. Let's go. Don't All get right. started. Let's go. All right. What is fun about dirt track racing as opposed to other racing? Yes. Explain racing to me and why it's fun in general. Well, well you know how Mario Kart works, right? <laughs> yes, but there you're actually, there's competition there. You're well, in the Mario com- Kart. Oh, you got all the gadgets and stuff. There's competition Now, I there. would pay money, like serious money, to pl- actual drive Mario Karts and be able to throw red shells. Oh, yeah, there's people. a place in Columbus. I think they're coming to I in know, September. Totally. I've seen you, a I don't think you like throw shells around and. I think you stuck. can get like virtual items that will like stop another person's vehicle. Oh my gosh, we gotta go. Yeah, that sounds fun. It would be so cool. I would totally do that. Like real life Mario Kart would be amazing. Dirt track racing. <laughs> okay, so like, like what about it? Exactly. What about it? I, so let, me, like, let me let me let me back <laughs> up. Let me back up. Let me give you my context for racing. Okay, I have been to two. Um, two races in my lifetime, like car races, car races, yeah, auto races. I went to uh, I went to the Brickyard in Indianapolis. Oh wow! To um, see a stock car race back when Jeff Gordon was still driving. It was an amazing. It was an amazing experience. Uh, it was really long. It was really hot. I've never mm-hmm. seen a sea of humanity like there was in that. Uh, is it a stadium? I don't know what to call it. Race track around the track, yes. Yeah, I heard that track. it's not. My dad went there uh, <laughs> one year, and he, he did not like it because it's so big you yeah. can't see the back straight from the front straight. Yeah, it's it. It and was so that, it was that really, is a bit of a problem. We had that yeah. problem. When we went to Michigan because yeah. it's a big track. Yeah, but it was track. it was pretty incredible. And All then right. years later, 
I went to a dirt track race with my brother-in-law, um, and that was actually really phenomenal because, A, I mean, you're right there. I mean, you get yeah. dirt everywhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's in your teeth. It's in your ears. It's in your eyes. It's everywhere. Yeah. But the very last race... Which what's the what's the usually the major heat that they do? What's the what's the the bigger cars? What, uh, what the late models. Are you thinking of? Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. It's not the sprint cars. It's the whatever the the longer Point ones the are. I don't know. But anyway, the guy who started out in last place won the whole race. Did it was it? one of the most incredible. Yeah, yeah, that's what. It okay, was. yeah, it's a late model. Yeah, early model. It was one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. Seeing somebody come from behind, and they are going unbelievable rates of speed around this very tiny, tight track. Yeah, on dirt and with it, low grip. And you're amazed at a at a at a pro level. Well, they're all maybe a pro is pro, but at a stock car race like the like at at the uh, Brickyard in Indianapolis. Just by the amount, sheer amount of force and speed of those cars going by you, but that wears off really quickly. Yeah, once you hear, yeah, you only get to see them for like thirty seconds yeah. every mm-hmm. five minutes or something like that. Unless it's, you had a really tiny track, where right, someone's right. hitting somebody. But. but this was just incredible because it was all right that you could see the entire you know loop of the track, and it was just they were still going unrealistically ridiculous rates of speed. So that part of it was pretty cool. But that's literally the limit of my experience are <laughs> just those two things. So I have no. I have no concept of what that world is, other than my brother-in-law likes it a lot and is involved with it. I know nothing really about it. I know nothing about how it even stacks up in terms of, is that just a pit stop? Is that like what the minor leagues is to professional baseball? Tony Stewart used to race dirt. And yeah. a lot of he those NASCAR. Does. Yeah, he still does. And yeah. Like, so, yeah, like, like what, what is that? Jimmy Johnson used to race Baja trucks. Yeah, and so... Like dirt track racing, you can look at it. A lot of you know, a lot of the NASCAR drivers out there um, once started in dirt, and it was sort of like a good segue into NASCAR. But there are huge touring series. I'm actually wearing a shirt from one of the greatest of the sport um, in one of the the biggest sprint car league. It's called the World of Outlaws. Okay, and it's huge for sprint car racing, and they race I think 80 races a year, and they'll race Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Yeah, and um. And just some guys choose to, you know, leave a sprint car and go to a stock car. But there are guys who have made a full-on living out of sprint car racing. Yeah. And, like, the guy I've got on right now, his name is Steve Kinzer. He was known as the king because he managed to win 20 championships. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, and, I mean, it's it's always a relatively close field. And the fun thing about air track racing, too, is, you know, like that last place to first place because it's so unpredictable. Yeah. You know, I went to a race um, not too long ago down in Rossburg, Ohio, the Eldora Speedway, for one of the biggest races of the year. It's called the King's Royal. Yeah. $175,000, and everyone had their money on a guy named Donnie Schatz, who is a really good driver, really fast. And this other guy started, I think, in, like, fifth or sixth and managed to fly by him and get the win. Yeah. So that's just – it's it's the unpredictability, and it's just the fact that it's it's always beating and banging. That's the fun thing is that – Someone is usually hitting someone, and most of the time... Well, then how are they racing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? You're going through a lot of cars. Yeah, there, there's only, I think, about 15 guys that regularly run the series. But, I mean, you're getting big-name sponsors in the series. Like, we're talking Quaker State Oil. I think NOS Energy sponsors the series and a car. Um, and then big funding, too, from NASCAR drivers. Like, Casey Kane owns two of the cars in the, in the series. Uh, Tony Stewart owns that Donnie Schatz guy. Um, 
there's just there's a lot of big funding yeah. know, from other drivers so, and other sponsors. So what's what's the view of what's the view of stock car racing from the perspective of people that are fans of sprint car racing? Like what we think of dirt yeah. track. Of st- yeah. Stock car. It's like big dirt track fans. Do they look at it as like, oh, you're selling yeah. out because you're going to stock car racing? Or is it like, what's what's the view? Back in the, I would say um, not too long ago, um, you know, it was almost like kind of a shared relationship, you know, that we like dirt track racing and we like NASCAR racing. You know, that's what we'd watch on TV and go to the races. But I think now, though, there's so many rules in NASCAR and so much downforce crap that yeah it's literally turned into how it's been stereotyped for years that it's literally just a bunch of rednecks driving in a circle <laughs> <laughs> and so i think now a lot of dirt track drivers you know are and dirt- danica patrick crashing <laughs> yes um but a lot of dirt track fans you know would almost say oh that ain't real racing you know yeah my dad always made the joke that before his saved days he had a bumper sticker on one of his cars that said, it's not real racing if there's not dirt in your beer, <laughs> and so I think I think that's how a lot of guys look at it now. Yeah, and that and that's kind of the impression I've gotten is that there's there's kind of a sharp divide between. It's like to me, it's like the people who who watch uh, who watch college football and say, well, that's way yeah. better than than NFL because mm-hmm. there's not the money yeah, involved. I don't I play. don't like those people because I'm like, okay, you say that college football is so much better. Well, yeah, because of all the pageantry and blah blah blah, and I'm yeah. like. But the actual football yeah. is not better. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Like, people are like, oh, I think that Alabama could beat the Cleveland Browns. No. No. They would get drug up and down the yeah. field. It wouldn't even be close. They could get drug up and down the field by the bench. Yeah. I was going to say, those guys that I was bemoaning earlier in the Hall of Fame game, those guys yeah. on the Browns could beat yep. Alabama hands down without, without even having all the right plays installed and yeah. all of that. Yeah. Yeah, and just bigger, stronger, the faster. Gap, the gap is so big between the NFL game and between the pro game and the yeah and well, the college and thing, game. Like, NFL playoffs, everybody in there and playing their hardest, trying yeah. to win, that is the pinnacle of the sport. Nobody's well, and doing nothing, it better. Nothing proved that more than when the refs had to move up to the NFL and try to try to call games. Yeah. That was a dumpster fire. And those guys are great referees. They're yeah, not they're great slouches. at the college game yeah. and they got up to the NFL game and like it was just too fast. You couldn't even ref it. Yeah. It was just too fast. Yeah. Anyway, so that's a side note. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was I was just talking uh, we were talking about racing, we were talking about other things. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of looking here at Buddy and Jacob and you guys would a lot of people would think that you guys are quite a bit different. Like Jacob's into board games, Buddy's into dirt track racing and hockey, but you guys are like famous friends, and I I like this because guys guys friendships are different than girls friendships. Yeah. And I I wanted to ask a little bit like what is it about you two that connects you, that keeps you guys like, that makes you guys friends. I think our sense of humor. Yes, very. <laughs> we we are known for being the jokesters in the youth group and just, oh, yes. just doing things that nobody else would do. <laughs> I have a story. Um, the West Virginia trip, the, the bean incident. Be an- <laughs> bean incident? I don't remember this. You don't remember that one? Oh, you have to so, me. all right. So, um, so this was junior high, so we were really... Um, you know, really immature. Right. And early <laughs> on in the week, um, all of junior high. <laughs> Still am. Um, so. Yeah. Our, our youth pastor had um, went to the bathroom. Oh, <laughs> yes. I <laughs> yeah, remember, remember this. He went to the bathroom and it oh. smelled awful. So later that week, we went whitewater rafting and we were at this place called Ace Adventure Resort and it was really cool. And uh, we got to eat dinner that night. <laughs> 
and we were eating dinner there and I noticed on the salad bar there was beans and so I went to the waiter and I'm like oh we cannot have beans you know I'm making up this whole story about how he's allergic to beans and he's gonna mistake them for something and she's thinking I'm serious right now I'm trying to sound as sarcastic as possible you're just basically like this dude cannot yeah. have beans. I'm like, he'll, he'll, he'll think they're jelly beans. He'll think they're candy. He'll eat them and choke on them, and it's not good. And she's oh, like, "Well, we could word. take them off if you want." And and uh, one of the safety guys, Jeff Buzzer, he comes up. He's like, "You know the whole joke, right? You know that beans they make you gassy." And she she's like the most confused. He's like, "No," <laughs> just so confused. Oh, <laughs> oh my word. So that's the type of thing that brings you guys together is the humor. Yeah. Yes. Because I don't see Jacob at a dirt track race. I just no, don't. No. no, I don't see that at all. I really don't see yeah. half my friends at a dirt track race, to be honest with you. I would like to see Jacob at a dirt, dirt track race. I mean, I'd race. do it. But... I would be entertained by that. I would just want him to literally hold the cell phone on himself the whole time. And as he's getting <laughs> doused with dirt, just get to watch his I mean, I'd reaction. Watch it. You'd wa- <laughs> I, I would watch the dirt track race and the reaction. So. Yeah. But the thing is, though, like at church camp, though, you're rolling around in the mud. So, oh, I hated that. I don't <laughs> like mud. I hated that because I had it. a sunburn on my neck. That yeah, was the one thing I didn't well, like. Well, I'm not. So how how did you guys even become friends? Like, was that just uh, like? I have a story from a long time ago. <laughs> this, my mom told this to me. I think I know the story you're about to share. I don't even know when it was. It was like we. Are, are we you were, talking about the time we ran into each other? Yes. Like, okay. It's like we were like we were. We had. I, I actually think I remember this. We I were like how old we are. two or three. And, yeah. Um, Jacob just came running Wait, around. You've been friends that long, sort of, kind of. Sort We've of. known each other that long. We literally in the church foyer literally ran into each other and like head on, like yeah. headbutt. I think our like first time of actually being friends was uh, preteen camp. The one year, yeah. remember you said you didn't like church camp or you didn't like t- kids. You didn't like kids church. I hated kids church. You were like, I don't like kids church because he's telling the other kids and you like church. Like I don't like kids church because like so like like for the younger younger kids. It was and that actually offended me. I was like really mad at him for saying that, but I didn't say anything. <laughs> Dude, in Jamaica, I was jamming out some of those kids songs they were playing. I was like in the back, like doing moves. I think the, the time though that really brought us to the friendship now was. Our moms both thought we needed connected in the youth group. So oh, they yeah. were like, you know what? Go spend the night at Buddy's house. So he spent <laughs> the night at our house. We stayed up late. We played Rocket uh, League. We, Rocket League, Terraria, looked at memes, and threw Coke bottles around. Oh, yeah. And I forgot about the Coke bottles. Oh, we also ate at B-dubs. I remember that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I completely forgot about that. Uh, I used to have shoe fights with your uncle. <laughs> oh, I'm sure my uncle's done a lot of things. We would we would randomly, because we were in a band together years ago. And so oh, yeah. me, my brother your uncle and our friend Bailey would just randomly every once in a while we'd be tearing down and we'd go for what we called the last like the last run through to make sure that we'd gotten all of our the last sweep to make sure that we'd gotten all of our gear and we weren't leaving. And every once in a while Andy would just pull off whatever shoe he was wearing, didn't matter, tennis shoe, flip flop, didn't matter. <laughs> and Sounds he would like just Andy. huck it at somebody as hard as he could and it was on and we all just took off shoes and we were just running around building. Yeah, because each have equal amounts of ammo. Yep, we did. Yeah. yeah. We did. Until Andy grabbed them all and then he would <laughs> oh, he, he plays had large, unfair. Large lanky arms. Yes, he was he taller is long. than everybody. Yes. He, yeah. He's very tall. Mm, very tall. But yeah. So yeah, random things like that. Yeah. yeah. But speaking of our friendship, that's also kind of where the pineapple shirt came from. Yes, Jacob is wearing a pineapple shirt, and not only is he wearing a pineapple shirt, what I mean is there are pineapples on the shirt. It's not a shirt made of pineapple. Yeah, it's we a talked blue about shirt this lot, with light blue podcast. pineapples. And he wears it every single Sunday and has been doing so for how many weeks now? 46. 46 weeks. <laughs> he and does wash it every week. I said last way. time that... He claims he washes it every I do. week. <laughs> I said I was going to wear it as long as I could, but... 
it's shrinking. <laughs> and I, it's kind of not the best to wear anymore. So, so no one at church has seen him in anything else for 40 uh, Some people weeks. have, but... But nobody at it, the church. If you've seen oh, him... no. If you've seen him, like, other than a Sunday, you've seen him in wearing something else. Yeah, I have a lot but of nerves. But if it so isn't this, on a Sunday... This Sunday when I saw him, like, is that a new shirt? Then he looked at me really confused. I'm like, yeah. I've just, like, never seen you in this shirt before. I could, he, he's, I could yeah. tell he's being sarcastic. <laughs> so how like that. could that not be sarcastic? <laughs> like, I'm that inobservant. Methinks you don't understand sarcasm. <laughs> I'm, I think so. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I think what we're going to do... We're going to end it at 52 weeks. And I'm going to bring it to youth group. I'm going to have a whole bunch of people sign it, and I'm going to frame it like a jersey frame. Nice. And there I think go. I'm going to approve of that. I'm going to follow it up. Um, I'm making this official now. At that 52 weeks, when they were in Jamaica, because my girlfriend's in Jamaica, and I went to a dirt race instead of going to Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Um, but when they were down there, they bought me this blue button-up shirt with a white, <laughs> with white palm trees on it. I picked that up. I think I'm going to pick that up. There you go. Uh, as so is that. this just going to become a trade-off from here on out? You're just I don't gonna... think the joke is as funny the second time. Oh, you never know, though. It We're going to make this a thrive tradition. It's got to be a tradition, yeah. I think Rudy's next in line. Oh, dude. He's going to pass it on. It's going to get to the point where we're still going to be here at the church like 30 years later, and (laughs) some kid's going to be wearing a shirt that he's wearing every Sunday. Why are you doing this? I don't know. This one guy said he had done it, and now I've got to do it. It's always been a thing. And we're going to know where it came from. We're at the inception. (laughs) That's also kind of where my dog died came from as well. Yeah. No, I wasn't there for the my dog died joke. That was you and Andrew. Oh, yeah. I just, I hopped on to that. Yeah. So anyway, I wanted to segue off of that just a little bit. I, will, I can't exactly remember how me and Nate became friends. I have no idea. I can't remember when we met. Probably at church? I'm well, sure. you're Probably. always up front. So yeah. you, the first time anybody meets you is yeah. like seeing you yeah. playing up front. It was probably through mutual friends, I'm yeah. sure. No, my sister, okay, so back in the day when we first came to the church, my sister, Sherry, was in the choir, right. and she's like, you've mm-hmm. got to meet Nate. He's super cool. Like, you guys would really hit it off. And I'm like, yeah, I just don't force things like that. Like, yeah. he has his friends. I have mine. I'm, I'm good. Like, I don't, I don't need to be friends with everybody that I go to church with. Like, Even it's, though I'm clearly awesome. It's fine. Like, I'm like, but that's fine. Like, I want it to happen, like, naturally whenever it happens. And now and, we don't remember when it happened. <laughs> choir stories all the but, time but oh, wow. it, it's just it's just one of those things i'm i'm interested in how those friendships develop because people today struggle getting connected sometimes yeah. and it's like well how did you become friends with this person and why like yeah. why why did it become a thing and actually i think we've gotten to know each other through the podcast yeah. and yeah. i and for me that was really evident because i went back and started listening to some of our early episodes right and even listening to some of our interaction there i'm like we didn't really know each other yet. Like we no. both knew we were were ranters. We both knew that like we had strong opinions on various subjects. But we like that was our one of our first times sitting down, just me and Sheldon, without our wives present. And we're like, yeah. we're gonna do a podcast. All and- our previous conversations had been with our wives around, and so like we knew that we could carry on discussions because we could go past where the girls would laugh. Totally. And the girls are like, yeah, I'm we out. no longer care <laughs> about any of this. Yeah. And and we're still ranting and we're like and so I think we had come up with the idea for the podcast and we're like, okay, once we have like ten topics or something, we'll sit down, we'll record and see how it goes. And 
that was part that I think that that was part of our relationship, like getting somewhere. But before then, it was just like I knew who you were, and like we would hang out. And yeah. our our wives are friends and whatever. Right. But it's like, yeah. So is that where the phrase "we have a lot to say" came from? Because we do have, but a lot we still to say. have a lot to say about we still it. Still have like, a lot yeah. to say about it. <laughs> you just pick any topic and you go. Like we will have something to say about yes, it. Yes, we will. And always, <laughs> the guys, yeah. the guys at work always call it my soapbox. Uh, at my old job, they they would call it my soapbox. They're like, well, there it goes. Like it doesn't. Like, we know where these are. If yeah. you don't bring up these topics, he doesn't get up on them and go. But we just have to pick the ones. Well, that we and that's care the about. thing is, I have I have very few rant outlets. I am very. I'm a very easy ranter, but yeah. just by nature of what I do, I don't have a lot of places where I could have an outlet for that. And somehow Sheldon and Jessica became outlets <laughs> for that when we would hang out. And I'm like, yeah, we should. I don't even know. I think it was you that came up with the idea of doing a podcast yeah. in the first place. It was kind of random. I didn't, really? I I didn't even hardly this. listen to podcasts yet. That, that seems like a neat idea. Yeah. Yeah, like, no. you, you seem like you I like to listen to podcasts all the time. I I didn't. I used to not associate Nate and Sheldon at all until they started doing this podcast. I'm like. Oh, they're like kind of friends. I was knew, I <laughs> very few people. Did. I'm like they're not yeah. very. I mean, they're pretty different. Yeah, because I always knew Nate as I mean, that like really so. cool guitar player. Because I'm awesome. Yeah. And then like I, I associated. <laughs> we don't need more people telling you you're awesome. We need a few more people telling you you're not. <laughs> I but, like I Nate, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so bad? Stop like, being good. Do you, you even know practice what? anymore? I've always, I've always told people that that song, which it's funny because actually you, I think you really like the song, but the uh, the uh, the tune you make me brave. Uh, yeah, I like that song. I don't like it. Okay. And, and the reason I don't like I think it's awesome. Like, I think the lyrics are great. I think I, I, I don't have anything against the song. I don't connect with it. And I told Kayla one time, we were talking about it, and I said, to me, initially, I thought, oh, it feels very feminine to me. Like, oh, you make me brave. You make me... And then I'm like, the more I thought about it, I'm like, no. I said, what I've realized is the Holy Spirit does not make me brave. The Holy Spirit has had to kick me down a notch in my life. Like, <laughs> I, I was at a point, I was so full of myself, and I was so opinionated and I would say whatever I wanted to say whenever I wanted to say it regardless of anyone's feelings thoughts or the repercussions and I would go oblivious through life without realizing I was leaving a trail behind me that the Holy Spirit's like had to take me down a notch or two so I'm like no he hasn't made me brave he's made me smarter and he's made me back you off a little bit humble yes yes, <laughs> yes. Reminds I'm me. so humble now <laughs> more humbler please stop that reminds me of your <laughs> Any more humbling and I'll be sad. <laughs> that reminds me of the last podcast, the, your 12 Wolves for Life. Yeah. How you were like talking uh, about like you don't think about repercussions. I, oh, like you were just like start fights or something or start something and you just like let, watch it and see what it does. I would. Jacob, I don't would. spoil it for me. I've been busy and haven't had time to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Bandcamp's yeah, been in the way. It, it is interesting though. I was thinking we need to do a podcast where you and I just ask each other questions that we've always wanted to know about each other. I've because I think we have ones. some. I, there might be. I don't know if I would have enough. Yeah. I maybe. think once we got rolling, I think it would go. Yeah, maybe we could do that. Because what what I'm always startled to find out is part of the reason that this ha- this podcast has worked is that our, our history is actually much more similar yeah. than I gave it credit for initially. Totally. When we sat down at the beginning of this whole thing, we would often talk past each other. Yep. And we were on the same wavelength, but just two different perspectives. And it was just... Going like ships in the night. Woo. It was like arguing when you're a married couple. Yeah. I think when you essentially find- what it was like. <laughs> it started getting no, interesting when you guys. because of this. No, you're actually wrong because of the identical same things. Yes. It started getting interesting when you guys started, like you guys did clash together. 
Right. Like when you guys yeah. were going up against each other, because you guys have differing views. I thought that was really interesting when you had like different, yeah. different right. political views. I would views. say we tend to have different approaches to how we get there. Yeah. Right. Our end results usually are pretty similar is what we're looking for. I like, we're looking yeah, for the that's same interesting to me because yeah. you guys like same end result, but like, yeah, like yeah. different. Different approaches. Yeah. I think the main thing that has allowed this podcast to work and, and for those of you that are thinking about starting a podcast, there's a couple of things that make this go. One is a standing time to record. Yes. You have to carve out a particular spot in your schedule. That is why the girls haven't been on this podcast. Yep. Because we cannot sync these schedules up. We've been working at it. We've been trying. Yep. And we cannot sync up. The time it's gonna when, be a good episode. when yeah. Nate and Kayla both are working, so then syncing up a time where the kids are not around and they're free, and then me and Jess also have yeah. to be free and without kids. Yeah. And to ha- make all that right. happen all at the same time right. is super difficult. But just to get the two of us on here has worked. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast, come up with a time. Yeah. The second thing that's allowed it to work is Nate is good with this stuff over here, like all those red things. The audio. That's called editing, Sheldon. The audio <laughs> editing and the, like, the production. The dark magic yes, he does before we go on is like, if you had to make me do this, there would be no show. The show <laughs> would be not blogging. exist. Well, this is a bit <laughs> over the top as well. I mean, it's professional, but like you can do it with yeah. microphone. Yeah. You well, can do yeah. it with less. And, and so yeah. one of my friends was thinking of starting a podcast, and I told her, I'm like, just record onto your phone, like your first couple episodes. Just record it using your iPhone yeah. and record it in there. It won't be that bad. Yeah. And you can listen back to it and see if it's something you would listen to. Yeah. And, and yeah, so that helps that you know the technical side. Yeah. And then what I bring to the table each time is like nailing down what it is that we're going to do. Because... We ran out of ideas probably 12, 13 episodes in where I was really starting to feel like when we ended season one, I was like, okay, I need to go back to the drawing board and figure out what it is that we're going to talk about that can be interesting because I know know it's there. I know there's something that we've tapped into that's really good, but how do you dig that stuff out? How do you have some of the conversations that we have had on this show – and and keep having them, you know. That's what I mean. Like yeah. that going somewhere with it. Yeah. So yeah, it, we've. So I'll bounce ideas off of Nate, and there's some that he doesn't like, and that most of them he does, and yeah. we'll just go. We've never really had a hard time having conversation on here because we're both super passionate people. That's the thing that I think is the uniting factor for us, and even as friends, I mean, we like arguing with each other because we right. know that even if we have a knockdown drag out, it doesn't actually matter. Yeah, because I can't actually knock you down a peg. That would have to come from somewhere yes, else. Yes, yes. <laughs> and you can't do anything to me because no. I, I don't care that much. No, it's like, not at all. <laughs> oh, Nate thinks I'm wrong about this. I'll show oh, well. him. <laughs> <laughs> I started thinking like a literal fight here. Like I'm thinking I would pay good money to see these two no. duke it out in the ring. No, no. we're 35. Like, actually we're fight so much or like, wiser. Yeah, we wouldn't, we wouldn't do it. <laughs> no. Like actually um, fight or like verbal yeah, fight? Yeah, like, like actually like draw. Like, no, I'm not only in my past fighting age, I'm past tackle football age. That, that's why I'd be interesting to watch. Not only am I past tackle yeah. football, I'm past decent hard contact basketball. Yeah. I'm out. Seeing you yeah. attempt to fight would be yeah. interesting. Like, <laughs> give them gloves, let's turn the studio into a ring and let's go. I'm hanging oh, up yeah. my cleats from flag football. That's Sheldon's, the stage of life Sheldon's I'm at. reach alone would beat me in a fight. He's got long <laughs> arms. He does. 
Maybe if we grappled, I would have a chance of not dying. But that's probably about <laughs> but, it. Oh, we're I doing a fight to the death now? Because my whole goal would be to be like, I need to work tomorrow. What parts of me can I let get damaged and still go to work in the morning? Like, you can probably give me soft tissue damage all day, and I'll be like, that's fine. As soon as something hits bone, I'm like, oh, no, this is not going to heal in the morning. I'm out. (laughs) This is bad. Oh, man. Plus, I never learned wrestling moves. Yeah. So. Well, I actually, I actually was in martial arts for yeah. years. Just so push them around until you get them on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Just I'm like you know like the good fights are the ones that aren't like the proper moves. It's just like the beat the crap out of each other until somebody starts bleeding. No, then I have I left to some be marks angry. on you earlier yeah. today. <laughs> yeah. What? I left some marks on your elbow. Oh, we're gonna talk about that. <laughs> Oh dear! This is okay. Oh, you want to know the most competitive thing in the world is our youth group and their games. Oh, and we were playing yeah. a game. We had to get in these groups, and if you had too many people in the group, you had to kick people out. And so we you had mean literally kick them out. Like you, you had to get rid of them. So we we had to get in groups of fifteen. I think it was it's very inclusive. And we had we had sixteen, and they're like, I think we got it, the the girl because you know we're the famous fr- friendship of the um. Of the youth group, and so one of the one of the women leaders are like, "I think we have to split up the duos." So I I, I unlink arms with Jacob and just shove him as hard I as I fell. Can. <laughs> he runs back over and just smacks the crap out of my right <laughs> arm. But he's got a picture. You can see the finger. Oh yeah. <laughs> He did not go easy on it's me. It's not just, a youth group game if somebody doesn't get injured. It's not exactly. a youth group if someone That's doesn't get injured. That's just always exactly. been the rule of youth group games. I still remember my first... Uh, I'm my, not going to get anybody into trouble telling stories no, of youth group games. So. No. Oh, I can't tell a story about your brother? I'm sure my <laughs> uncle... <laughs> <probably> not wise. <laughs> I'm sure my uncle has a lot of stories from youth group in general. <laughs> my first memory yes, of does. youth group was we played some game that, that's hard to, to, hard to describe on the podcast. But you had, like we had like run around in a circle and then like somebody would drop a pan top oh, and we yes. had to run through these chairs. Oh. And I still remember David Stoffer just running to a chair. Dude, he and was ruthless in those games. Oh yeah, but it was there were these like plastic lawn chairs. He just flies, smashes oh, it, the chair. Yes. That is Snap, my first youth that. group that memory. Right. And that is one of my favorite youth group memories. We destroyed so many of those chairs <laughs> over the years. Sure yeah, they're yeah. just like yeah. one piece rubber plastic molded chairs. plastic chairs. Yeah. 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 You sent David Stoffer out of it 20 miles an hour. But <laughs> when they were done, they were just done. They're like, nope, yeah. I do not have the capacity to deal with this. I'm going to shatter. Yeah. You never knew what it was going to be from tipping your chair to something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that is, do you that... know how to post a podcast? Like, do you know anything about I iTunes or I have absolutely no idea how you do it. I know how to get this transferred from here. I drop it in iTunes for the mastering bit of that, and then I send it along to Dropbox, and then I don't know what happens and to it. And then I download it from Dropbox and upload it to SoundCloud or whatever hosting platform we're moving to or are going to be on, and then it distributes it to all the other places that it appears. And if I had to do that part, all I would have is a bunch of podcasts on my hard drive and nobody <laughs> would be hearing it. <laughs> yeah. So there are a few things that make this work. Like, we stay in our lanes. Yes. We, we show up at the same times. We come up with topics and we go. But there's a little bit of behind the scenes. Here we go, buddy. We know how to start a podcast now. All yeah. right. That's right. The stuff we think is coming, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. I told them they can't use it. It's such a ripoff. Darn it. The things we think. You I, actually have no, the, the, the stuff, the stuff we, think. we think. Have you copyrighted the things we say? Yeah. No. Then when you can can't do anything. <laughs> Jacob's like, we're going to start one <laughs> called The Things We Say. <laughs>
<laughs> oh my word! You can't do anything to us. You didn't copyright Just it. Say we things. Oh, we can do things to you. <laughs> we really can. Yeah, our parents. Would we know your let parents. You That's <laughs> we right. can. We can make your life a living hell. That's yeah. true. <laughs> we could. We could. I actually have like been interested in starting something like this, yeah. but I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I will tell you. All I guess I know how to. But that when Nelson launches his podcast, it's the best thing. It's going to be amazing. He has an amazing podcast idea, and we're not. It has blow not it. been done. It has not. He needs to do it, and he's been on this podcast twice. And he's and yeah. I was like. We need to have you back on to talk about something else. I'm like, nope, never, never mind. Well, then we'd have to put you on the header. If you yeah. come back like three, four times, then it's just yeah. your show. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> we talked about possibly launching his idea from our podcast, which I would be totally interested in doing. So the that's, just a, say, that's just a little like teaser. Yeah. And when it does launch, we're we'll totally you know. plugging it and we'll be on it and that's it'll right. be good. But it is a fantastic idea that I, I could... wish I'd thought of. Oh, so wait, do we, do we only have limited visits on the show? No. Okay. Oh, yeah, you, you're cut off. This is your last. Oh, is it? Okay. Darn it! <laughs> We're not. We haven't established rules for that, but apparently Sheldon just did. So let it be written. Let it be done. <laughs> We're starting the stuff we think now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> this is the reason for the stuff we think. I think. I, gotta, I think you. We have to give you like six months off before you. Like yeah, you have to come to us with yeah, a legit yeah. We're not idea come, to get yeah. back I'm on not the coming show. next yeah. week. Yeah. Although I've enjoyed the randomness of this particular podcast. Oh, that's I, what I love about these episodes is that it's just, that's it bounces what I love on the walls. about having Jacob and Buddy on. You never know what never you're going to get into. It's a complete grab bag. And I've, I've loved doing it twice. But I've, I think if you're going to come back on, you guys bring the topics. Yeah. And, right. and I have to, we have, we have to, to see how it them. goes. All right. Challenge accepted. <laughs> All right. I can start a podcast <laughs> off the conversations I have with myself in my car. <laughs> it's like driving, like places. Record them. Yeah, I, I could. I could probably do the same thing. You need thing. to hear indescribable. Yeah, I think I listen to that. That's you you guys need to start like a letter writing campaign or something or a hashtag campaign to, to get that started again. Yeah, because that that is one of the most epic things I've ever heard in my life, and I listen to those five episodes over and over and over again. That's my go-to when none of my other podcasts are. It's ind- indescribable. The podcast. One of the hidden gems of that podcast is that. Justin makes his own fake commercials. Yes. It's and those beautiful. are the best part of the entire show. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. I'll have to try and link to it in the show notes That's if right. I remember. So. All right. I think we're done. We I think done. we need to be done. We're wait, over, wait. We're over There's time, one more Norman. thing. Oh, no. <laughs> I never got to answer a question on the last podcast. Did you answer or ask one? No, it was supposed. To, I was supposed to answer it, and I never did. What was what the question? Was it was like, "What is the stupidest thing you've ever done?" And I oh. kind of just blanked out. Oh yeah. And I came up with one. Like, if you uh, want to share, this is it. This is it. Yeah. This is the. This I, is the the thing. This is a pretty stupid story. So okay, it's a good way to end it. Hit it. Um, pretty short too. We were canoeing. That, everything. All every stupid story always starts with we're canoeing. So you're starting <laughs> on a good foot here. Yes, mine's not as dumb. <laughs> uh, we were canoeing and. Um, I don't even remember who I was with. It might have been Buddy. No, I don't think it was Buddy. But um, you were with people. I was with someone. Yeah, I went I was with the youth with group. And nope, I wasn't there for this. We went for a while. We didn't. We got our thing dumped and filled, like with water, and we, we got stuck do. on the side of the thing for oh, a while. Yeah. We got that emptied with like eight other people from like random groups, and like right after we get there, like get back in the water, there's a giant tree that just fell over like a week before. So we're like trying to dodge it. I moved this branch out of the way. And I was like, okay, I'm good. And the branch goes whap right back <laughs> into my face. And I was like, it was 
like I think I had like a bloody nose or something like that for the rest of the trip. I'm just like my face is sore now, and I'm like, did you let go of it again? No, I went to like move it. I went to duck, but I didn't duck in time. time. (laughs) I don't think I tried to duck. I think I just like let it. The stupidest thing I've ever done on a canoe is a thing called galumping. Uh, it's explain. amazing. That already so sounds good. So you have a canoe and you have a lake and you paddle out into the lake and then each of you goes to your end of the canoe and gets up on the very tip end of the canoe and stands up. Oh. Now that you're standing up, you start to go up and down, yeah. up and down, up and down. And it makes this galump, 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 galump. <laughs> and the whole thing is to keep it going as long as you can. Huh. And then one of you is going to slip and fall off <laughs> into the lake. Oh, It is impossible <laughs> To stay on that canoe as the other person leaves. Yeah. So both of you are going in, in the regardless. All that weight it, leaves, yeah. It's yeah. a lot of fun because yeah. you're, you're like trying to get the other person to go first, but there's no real point. Like you're going in anyway. Galumping. The only galumping. The, the stupidest thing I could think of was it was actually just a few days ago when I went to retake my driver's test. Oh. Uh-oh. Um, it was before my driver's test. I, w- I, I was driving past oh, this. I've never um, heard this. It, no, you haven't. Um, I was driving past this garage, and I noticed this old Buick parked outside. And I'm a big car guy, and I'm like, oh, nice, the Grand National. Mom's like, what are you doing? You're in the wrong side of the road. <laughs> she was not happy with me. <laughs> in your driver's imagine. test, you went to the wrong side? No, they were, he was on the way to the driver's uh, test. Yeah, I was on the okay. way. Okay. No, during my the first time I took my driver's test, I actually bounced off a curb. <laughs> and that's and, why you failed. Yeah. That, that that's kind of a long story. The first time you failed. No, it's okay. Oh, we man. actually don't have time for a long. No, we story. don't. We don't no. have time for anything. We're next done. time we'll share right. it. We All gotta right. be done. That was but fun. Anyway, I'll Woo. put everything in the show notes. Yeah. See All you guys right. later. Thanks for having us. Yes. All right. But Thank you guys. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if we have any action steps. Nope. Nope. It's over. Nope. We're done. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining the conversation today. The things we say is produced by Nate Ward. Technical direction is provided by Sheldon Stauffer. You can subscribe to The Things We Say on SoundCloud and iTunes. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at The Things We Say Podcast to keep the conversation going. This has been The Things We Say. See you next time.